Champagne Soccer Podcast, the best podcast in the world about soccer. Real, the real world champions, right? Guys, like Noah Lau said, not fake, not fake world champions like the NBA, man. We really go around the world. We can debate any show about it. Hey, Clay can hit you with different languages. I can hit you with a with some tree. I mean, bring your best gun in. Debater, I'll cook them real quick. If you want to go to the south side, we got Marcus, man. Hey, watch out. And then, hey, Ephraim might be a Nova legend, but now he's in the Mountain West holding it down. So we can get you in any region out here, NCAA tournament style. But what's going on, guys? How y'all feeling? What's happening? How y'all doing? You know, backstage side, living a life. Yeah, see, I mean, come on, man. Claytus just had another inter- He just played international matches. Come on, man. Global. <laughs> Marcus, how you feeling, man? Are you still putting in that paperwork for Salah, or is he chilling? You laying low now? Hey, man, we on positive shit right now, man. We Darwin <laughs> Nunes is on fire. Hey, man. I saw that. Speaking of, shout out Sadio Mane. I, I always salute him for being the dap star of football now. But you, hey man, Virgil Van Dyke tried to take his title because the way he was dapping those brothers up after the match, hey man, hey, good looks for holding me down after that red card. He was happy to see Nunez. Hey man, salute to Van Dyke though, man, real leader, man. Everybody messes up once in a while, but hey, it rarely happens for that guy. But we'll get into that real soon. Shout out to Anthony; he's not able to join us this week, but hey man, you already know his spirit is with us. But um, let's go into, you already set it off. I mean, I think you guys had the most exciting match this weekend in the PL, Marcus. Why don't you let us know what was going on? You know, uh, Newcastle, they thought, hey, we ready to be big steppers. Now we Champions League level team. Liverpool told them to slow their breaks. Hey, man. Like you said, man, they out here, we could tell you from Burner Boy, man. Yeah, they thought they were some big steppers. They thought they was top five certified. Oh, you still a little bread around here, man. And that's two weeks in a row, man, with 10 men, we getting positive results, man. So I just wanna look, I just wanna let the panel know, man. What's up with y'all? I dropping points. You know what I mean? We we doing better with 10 than y'all doing with the full squad. But let's dive into that game real quick, man. We had a lot of questionable bull- bullshit early off. That yellow on, on Trent. Come on with these new rules, bro. Because uh, I got an exhibit of Anthony Gordon doing the same thing maybe 20 seconds later. When they were crying for Trent to get that red, so uh, yeah, man, and 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 since I said red, I I don't agree with the call because um, if this first if this is Bert Van Dyke's first offense, I just saw in Italy in Milan, homie got no card for Dago doing the same damn thing. He did it twice on Jeru, I mean on the homie on Milan. So I'm kind of confused on what the hell the Premier League got going on. Was it because? Clock was getting in that ass last year. I'm just confused, you know what I mean? But back on that game, Anthony Gore, he called Trent Slippy. I mean, to be quite honest, I thought most of the pass to Matt Tip. Trent on that bullshit, being a little bit too casual. Lose the rock. 
he put his hand up, but didn't know Anthony was on his ass like that. Gave up the gold. Hey, all I want to say to Anthony Gore, it's the reason you got cut at 11 years old from the from the crew, man. It's the reason you're not on our squad, bro. You're not consistent, man. We need real shooters. You out here, you got one goal, but what about the next? What about the kill shot? No, they don't know nothing about that. Then we got questionable substitutions from Eddie Howe. You take off the, the hot three, Tonali and, uh, and Gordon. Appreciate it, because we bringing on the animal dog with Nunez. Hey, I got to give a shout out to the little homie Harvey. He got damn man that midfield. He was goddamn all around that joint. And then we brought on Jota to do what he do, you know, wreck shit, fly all on the ground, you know, slow up that play. And then the first goal we had, Mo, no, what was that first one? I think, yeah, the first one we had most solid showing. Well, we not going to let that boy go. But dang on, that boy, uh, the second goal, Darwin got that joint off, off Burns' ass. No disrespect, but hey, we got that dub, man. Yeah, salute to you. You know, you threw a shot at teams not knowing how to finish, you know, matches when they playing against teams with 10 men. You know, that's what Arsenal did. You know, Arsenal struggled. Uh, you know, shout out to Jamal and Anthony. We watched the crib, we watched the match at Anthony's crib. And in the first minute of the game, Saka has a terrible back pass. That causes a goal, you know. Ramsdale was, you know, he wasn't expecting that. And then you're playing catch up the rest of the game. Now, they did a good job to, you know, get in that lead eventually. But it was it was short kept because, first of all, guys, it took us 70 minutes to get a goal with a penalty by Saka well taken. Then... Eddie Nketia, two minutes later, with the go-ahead goal, shout-out to Fabio Vieira, who uh, replaced Kai Havertz. Uh, he was a vast improvement with his playmaking and crossing. But, yeah, 87th minute, uh, Joe Paulinia set piece issues. Seems like we're in the Wenger era again because we had a little run when we were good at defending set pieces, but we forgot everything, so... After three matches, Arsenal has seven points, but all the results have felt underwhelming, and now people are questioning Arteta's tactics and his approach with having Partey line up at right back to invert in the double pivot with Declan Rice and how stagnant the midfield is. Now that you don't have a fullback overlapping to combine with Saka on the right flank, he hasn't been as effective in open play. So, yeah, I mean, Arsenal doesn't really look exciting right now. But uh, Chelsea looked good. Cletus, you know, Luton Town pulled up and they got smoked. You know, shout out to Ross Barkley. He laid down, you know. Titus Chan, United Wonder Whoa, 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 whoa. Who? Past, he, yeah, Titus. Yeah, you heard of Ross Barkley. Yeah, well, you know. The Nigerian dream. We, need a, we yeah. need a new segment soon. Is he? How is he still in the league? Who Ross Barkley? Hey man, they just got what? They just got promoted, man. It going down again. Don't worry about it. 
Nah, man, it was a good man, uh, good match. First half, I'll say we were a little bit flat. Um, I feel like there are minutes where we could have definitely went up early, especially with um, with Ben Chilwell uh, when he got in a box and then he went for a pass instead of going for a shot on goal. Um, but Sterling, like like I said, Sterling definitely looked good. He had a lot of moments where you know he showed himself like he was back at Liverpool or back at City. His little one-on-one dribbles and, you know, beating defenders, getting shot off. He looked young, lively, you know. It looks like he actually wants to play football this year, so it's going to be interesting. Um, Jackson got to go, but I still feel like we need more in attack, like a goal threat instead of, you know, just nice, promising players. But I think us getting that win against Lewintown was definitely going to help us with our confidence moving forward because we have a lot of games where we're playing, like, teams that are going to be at the bottom of the table. So definitely um, going to be a good moment for us to build on our tag, build some confidence, and pick up, you know, quick three points before, you know, those big games come against the top six teams. Now. I'm not sure if y'all heard, but Pochettino said something today where he said he wants to win everything. He wants to win the the EFL Cup, the Carlin Cup, the FA Cup, the the league, you know, and I'm like, yeah, you know, you should you should have told that guy Todd Bowley, let's spend money the right way, but you didn't. So I, I think we should just be patient and let's hope we get at the top four and maybe a strong push in the, um, in the FA Cup. Well, I actually think that you guys are building your team correctly with the approach Maybe the players aren't the right players, but I yeah, think your approach is correct. But we'll get into that in a few minutes. Don't worry about that. We got a good segment about that, and it's inspired by Mohamed Salah's potential transfer to Saudi Arabia. E-Money Bags will get us hip to that real soon. But um, Ephraim, your guys also had a close game, hard back and forth, but that red card... Save the day for you guys, and United took advantage of it. So let us know about that uh, three-two thriller, man. Yeah, questionable, not questionable red card. I think, I think, uh, not an enforced question today. But uh, yeah, it was a uh, definitely heart attack inducing because um, to see something like that reminded gave you flashbacks to the FA Cup last year, the FA Cup final. Yeah, you know uh, that that quick Gundogan strike. Same thing, kind of, you know, was reminiscent of this game right here. So, uh, kudos to the boys for bringing it back, though. Three-two uh, win. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm not convinced. Still, I, I think. I think we still need some work. Uh, you know, it, it 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 took us a shock to kind of to wake us up, like two goals down in in, in under five minutes. So, uh, you know, it. it <laughs> I don't know, man. This board for United is really like, I don't know. Just, just they just really not getting it together. They're not they're not putting the transfers together fast enough. They look inept as usual. Nothing's new with this. I mean, it's all kind of the same stuff all the time. Um, and you know, you think you're starting off the transfer season pretty well. Yeah, it might maybe Mason Mount might not be the person everybody wanted, but at least you got somebody in. Seemed like pretty quickly. Uh, got your goalkeeper on Andre Anana. Next thing you know, can't sell anybody. So we look like we're kind of stuck with what we got. Got a couple of days left for the transfer window. 
Um, obviously, there's some things that can happen. Been linked with a lot of players. Uh, we can talk about that there in a minute. But yeah, man, I'm. I'm. We need some work, especially in the midfield. I think uh, this. You, know, you play Nottingham Forest. You're going to control possession. They're not. They're not going to control it. So it's going to look a little more lopsided. Really was, but shouldn't have been two nil down. Got it two nil down. Came back. Storm back. Uh, penalty at the end. Bruno Fernandez got a golden assist. Uh, game winning goal, um, and then eleven minutes of extra time. Real quick, what do y'all think about that extra extra time stuff? That that uh, injury time so far. I mean, it's been a lot. Eleven minutes a game of of uh, injury time at the end. I didn't know if I saw that, but that's what it was. What y'all think about that? So yeah, I think it's very geek. Um, because it's only gonna add to players, you know, playing more minutes, longer games, which my leads of maybe injuries. Um, so it's like it's throwing a lot up in the air as it comes to like the player's health itself. Um, yeah, we all want to see, you know, 90 minutes of football, great football. But I think one thing we're overlooking or, you know, the people who are making these rules is they're overlooking the player's health. And if you got a player on the pitch, he just played, you know, 120 minutes and then he has another game in two, three days. Are we really seeing quality football are we really seeing the best of the of the best players of the world or are we getting the slide package are we getting the huff package i would say um my coach already spoke on it um we've had to play two weeks extended with 10 men and it takes you already we already saw the signs can i take and play um curtis jones picked up uh, a hamstring injury because like what is that like you said damn near like Tim it's damn near like you don't get over seven minutes it seems like especially if it's any type of injury or red yeah I mean I think that and the cards the stupid cards are an issue right now like that ball that playing the ball kicking the ball shit that shit is the dumbest card I think they got Yeah, y'all telling the truth, man. They they trying to kill the players. That's all it is, man. They trying to run these brothers into the ground and sisters because if they're going to put in the men's game, sure, they'll add it to the women's game eventually. So it's unfortunate. You already had someone like Rodri. Shout out to Anthony once again. Rodri had to score a last-minute goal for them to win 2-1. And he already talked about how last season he had to play 55, 60 games. And then on top of that, he had his international obligations, helped Spain win the Nations League. Next year is the Euros. <laughs> then after that, you got the expanded Champions League, the expanded Club World Cup, and then, oh, 2026 World Cup. So, yeah, they about to kill these boys. I don't know if y'all realize this, guys, but in 2024, we have the African Cup of Nations, we have the Asian Games, we have the Oceania Games, we have Copa America, we have Euro, and we have the Olympics. So when are players going to get a break if you're the best of the best? It's like it's almost like you should want to be a Jesse Lingard type nigga so you can relax. It, speaking of him, does he even have a job? Well, where is he? What is he doing now? I haven't heard anything about him. He might be one of I thought somewhere around America, you know. Outside and in the, in the streets of Brickle, but you know, hmm. nothing ever since then. Yeah, well, <laughs> all right. Speaking of one of those, 
and love those American lifestyles, so I wouldn't be surprised he made his way over here. He's still on fours, bro. He coming back next week that I just seen on the news. Mm. Oh, word. Hey, man. A little baby lifestyle. Yeah. Speaking of uh, brothers looking for jobs and clubs looking for help, Ephraim, we down to the last few days of the transfer window. There's still some interesting yeah. things going on. Uh, what do you? What have you heard that intrigued you the most today or the past few days? Uh, the solid thing I think is kind of intriguing. It, it'd be interesting to see if there's a uh, if there's a number big enough to prime away from Liverpool. Uh, money talks, and I I get it. He's essential. He's a big deal. But what do you think, Marcus? I mean, I, I you know, is there a, is there a price? that draws them away. I think you might've mentioned it in the chat, but I don't know if they're going to realistically, realistically go that far, but you think there's something over. Hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me circle back before. Uh, you, yeah. Uh, Jesse don't got a contract. They saying he supposed to go to West Ham. Oh, uh, <laughs> but they said it's going to be after the window closes. Window, right. For the cheaper mm-hmm. deal. No, it's yeah. for the free. That's what they saying for the free. Yeah. But um with the so most announce it on the big screen then. <laughs> He's not getting no promo. He's not getting no video. Yeah, because under the table for gazy movements right now in the Premier League. It's okay. Oil money has taken over. Even West Ham is moving for gazy now. They're learning from Man City. You think you think West Ham is oh okay, okay. But to answer your question, um not this there's no prices. I mean, not this summer actually. But not this window. Um, and honestly, there'll be a goddamn fool if they think they're gonna try to come in in January when he's at AFCON to think they're gonna buy him shit. We might he get hurt, we might sell him just because, but um, not this season. Because honestly, I feel like he he got something to prove and he don't he don't want to leave the club in the situation that we that he did from this current year, this past year. So um, yeah, bro. This is like how Dan said he on this killmonger shit. Uh, I don't even think he's going for the goals this year. He's going for the assists. Uh, he yeah. had said it in our in one of our promos. He he asked, he was like, what was uh Kevin DeBarner's joint? And he was like, oh, okay, bet. So I think he's going for Kevin KDB joint. And he got a couple more Liverpool records to break. So after that, I think he'll go ahead and take that check. And I ain't got no problem with it. We already getting stacked in the front. So just we just will have to figure out who, who will play that role. Yeah, I hear that. Um yeah, that's, that's one of the biggest transfer things I've, I've, I'm kind of intrigued by. I think there's also, I'm hearing like from you guys at, at Arsenal, uh, uh, Gabriel, it seems like he may not be too happy with his role. Uh, is there is there a truth to that you've heard, Dan, or what do you think? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of speculative stories going on out here. And let me tell you, man, hey, from what, what I'm hearing, my reports out in London town, hey, they just they just know that uh Gabriel he is getting frustrated. The system that Arteta is trying to implement, like I mentioned earlier, he has Partey playing right back, and because of that, the center back pairing is Saliba and Ben White. Julian Timber getting hurt affected a lot of things because if you recall in the Community Shield, he was playing uh left back. 
Still, the center back pairing was Saliba and Ben White, but Tamiyasu was at right back. So, or yeah, so I think a left-footed center back, that's grown in importance in the last 10 years. You could go back. I'm I was thinking about it earlier, like on the Invincibles 20 years ago, the only left-footed starter they had was Ashley Cole because he was the left back. Now people want their left center back to be left-footed they want of course their left back that goes without saying but they even want their right winger to be left-footed to just bring more tactical variety but I think Gabriel he's gonna stay because you need two left-footed center backs in today's game and it's him and Kiwar who played a left back the other day but I think with um Gabriel the issue with him is that he's shaky. He did have a great bond with Saliba last year. And personally, I think that I would play Ben White at right back over Partey. Sit Kai Havertz down. If you want to, but there's the same thing, guys. Arteta wants a left-footed midfielder in that role. Odegaard is left-footed already, but he wants another one. He wants, because Shaka was left-footed, but it's not a like-for-like replacement because they're different players. But I think Gabriel will stay. The only way I think he would go is if they got an outrageous offer. But Arsenal is trash at transfers, so we can never finesse teams. <laughs> hey, man, even look at uh, Balogun. We about to move him for 45-50. And fucking he's, he scored more goals last year than Hojlin did in his career. And Hojlin went for 70-plus. So, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, speaking of that, yeah, he's going off to Monaco, and then you guys also got rid of uh, uh, Tierney on a loan to yeah, uh, Real. To the Real yeah, Ephraim, why can't we sell these niggas? Tierney's going mean, to go on loan. We're to United. Yeah, he's going to go on loan and then come back another uh, because no one at Arsenal, Marcus, goes on loan and balls. They just go there, just dilly dally, <laughs> come back and lower their value, or or when they do ball, we can't finesse nobody. Like Tavares. Remember what last year he was scoring at Marseille, doing all this? Now he about to go to fucking, I don't know where for, like a cheeseburger, man. It's ticking me off, man. Hey, man. I don't even. Uh, but, uh, but, hey, but Arteta keep believing in Iketian. That shit just blows me, bro. <laughs> I mean, hey, do we have a choice? I mean, look look at the options. You got Gabriel Jesus. My man is Mr. Sit Down. And then Balogun. He was looking sad. On the he was looking sad. They zoomed in on his face. He's like, "Yeah, but he you played? He's back already. They rushed him back. He's back. Yeah, from okay. Got hurt again. Now nah, he's back. He's back. Uh, but you know him. Is he gonna sit down again soon, man? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, look, I, I, I feel your pain when it comes to getting rid of people because United can't get rid of Harry Maguire. Can't get rid of Scott McTominay. Can't get rid of. I got a whole laundry list of people that we can't get rid of right now. So, uh, you know, they told Harry Maguire he's staying now all of a sudden. So he's not going anywhere. I guess he tried to do a backhanded, hey, I'm going to do a loan so I can get my money. Look, at the end of the day, he's owed his money. I do agree with that. Not, yeah, he should get the money he's, he deserves by the contract. A, do you think it's a bad decision to keep him? I think in a way, yes, because what happens is with somebody like him, you worry, all right, will he, you know, will he be a malcontent? Will he be a, you know, will he, you know, disrupt the the, the flow of the locker room? You already have that worry. I read an article today about, uh, 
you know, something that could come come back to haunt Ten Hag is how he seems to have favorites. And he seems it might he now this is just an article. I'm not saying that this is how I feel, but you know, just saying that they notice that, that certain players that won't be able to get in, uh, they'll they'll ride the bench for a while or they'll not play for a while, or or you know how teams do, they'll they'll make you train on your own, right? When they kind of push you to the side. So, you know, things like that'll happen and it, and it causes divisions. And so you worry about that with Harry Maguire. Like, is he gonna play him actually then, if that's the case? Even if it is for like the last 15, 20 minutes of a match, is he gonna play him? Every once in a while, or is he going to let him sit on the bench? So we got to worry about that kind of stuff. Uh, they turned down an offer for Scott McTominay. I think they are tripping because it was like 45 million pounds or something. Take it and go. Get rid of him. We're we trying to get other people in, and we're fighting with Liverpool for like Robin Birch. Or so, uh, so I'm hearing Sophie and Armbite is now is, is, look, is talking to Liverpool. Uh, so that's another another player we may miss out on if, if the rumors are true that he was actually uh, we were actually interested in him. So you must want to lose him to Chelsea. Uh, tell him I mentioned my name. <laughs> but yeah, man. So um, United's not doing a good job of getting rid of of players they need to get rid of to get the money they need to get uh, uh, um, to get the players we want from from other teams. And so I'm hearing Dean Henderson is finally getting out of here. Crystal Palace is, is supposed to be uh, getting them through a medical soon, from what I understand. So, yeah, I don't know, man. United is feeling the same pain, man, at the end of the day. Um, Chelsea, you guys are getting rid of Lukaku on a loan, at least. He's not oh, it's going back to Roma. Uh, going to be reunited with uh, Jose Mourinho. Um, you guys look like he might be getting ready to, or could loan Cucurella, believe it or not. <laughs> to United as well, so that's another move that uh, that might go through. Apparently, Ten Hag thinks he can fit his style of play. I don't know what that means. Oof, well, we'll see. Some injury, we got a lot of injuries on United as well. So, um, but yeah, other than that, man, why, like, hey, I'm sorry, but I don't know why y'all signed a doctor from Arsenal and thought y'all medical staff was going to get better. Y'all played yourselves with that one. <laughs> That's that's crazy, right? We signed, yeah. He came over to, from Arsenal, and now all of a sudden, all these players are getting hurt. Like, Veron is out for six weeks. It looks like Charles out for a few months. It looks like Malasia. There's no word. They've gone silent on him, so I don't even know what's going on with him. Uh, Mason Mount's out for a few weeks. Apparently, uh, hopefully, the international break will help, help out with that. But uh, yeah, man, it's not looking too good <laughs> right now. So. Uh, the injury bug is really, and we still got to worry about Martial and Rasmus Wollin, who may start this weekend against Martial, Arsenal. Hey, hey man, leave that injury injury reserve on like, low, man. Hey, but that's what I'm saying. We have we have, and, and then Hoyland may come and make his debut against Arsenal. What what kind of game is this to bring him into? And he, he he's injured right now, or was injured. So yeah, man, it's it's fun times at United. But uh, hey man, hold on, hold on. We can't leave this joint, man, because we it was also a rumor. E S R, he might be getting off that bench. He might be getting out of Arteta's doghouse. You see how Dan moving? He been oh, ready. Yes, yeah, <laughs> sir. Dan, is it time for that boy to go? Play this. What's up, man? Y'all want him? Chelsea, Chelsea calling. I heard. Yeah, yeah. what's up, man? Uh-uh. Excuse me. You you need you need a white man with Jamaican roots. Hey, hey, no. Is, is he to replace Mason Mount? Is that what he said for? Hey, no, 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 
No, thank you. You, you, you we just gave you we just gave you Kai Havertz. You know we don't need nothing exactly. from you. Right now. You gave us Huff, and we'll give you a better player for a discount. That's isn't that the history of Arsenal Chelsea transfers? You give us Huff, that and is, we give you a baller. That is true. William Gaius all over again. Foolish. We might have met up <laughs> for the white man. So I don't know. Maybe next year. Hey man, Smith Rowe. You said you need more players. Smith Rowe's right there. Yeah, Hello? he is a little, Hello, he is a little long, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I'll text you on the WhatsApp. Hey, man. Don't text me, hey, man. We in the United States, man. Oh, man. Hey, on direct live, man. WhatsApp. Nah, that lets me know it's a cat message, man. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, Roman nigga said you got to do the message on the WhatsApp. Hey, man. We don't need those type of paper trails on Facebook's hands, okay? Come on now. Apple will at least protect us a little bit. So, hey, let me on the iMessage. LOL. Whoa, all right now. Was, all right now. That was, hey. that was a good one, you said. Let me call Tim Cook, man. I, hey, I got him on paper. I got him on the payroll right now, man. Let me call Tim Cook, man. Hey, we, t- t- tell, him to call, t- tell him to call Todd for me, too. Put on the three-way. <laughs> but, yeah, as you see at Mill Smith Rowe, no one's really looking for him, man. Chelsea was interested, but now they're asking me to go on what's up. Uh, no one in Saudi Arabia really knows who he is, so I can't move him over there. Uh, Ephraim, do you know any Bundesliga teams that might want a young white man that can run a little bit, score some goals, lay in the box? I don't know. Where can uh, I move? Dortmund, maybe. They, they like to, yeah, see, Dortmund like teams. Like, oh, speaking of, of, of white men and going to the Bundesliga, what about? About uh, my man from Spurs, Eric Dyer. Eric Dyer, yes, Eric, yeah. There's a rumor <laughs> that, that Harry Kane is putting a good word in for him to come over to, uh, to uh, I can't say the word. You know what I'm talking about. Hey, to do what? To do what? Sit on the bench? I don't know, but they. Yeah, they need a he six. Was at one point, hey, Antonio Conte called him at one point the best defender in England. I'm just saying he said that. I, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just telling you that Antonio Conte of Italy and Juventus fame said is that. Is he employed right now? No, I can tell you right now. I can tell you because I was on an IG just yesterday. He's on vacay on the beach. Okay? He's on the beach. His IG yesterday said he's on the beach. <laughs> so I don't know if his comments are something I want to rely on in this current moment of football. Yeah, man, you already know those guys that that Haram All Star crew that was at Tottenham, Nuno, Conte, hey, and Mourinho. Oh my God, disgusting! Those guys are so happy they got Ange Ball. It's crazy, but uh, let me ask y'all this question, man. Ephraim, you were talking about the transfers, the different rumors. You mentioned the biggest one is Salah, and we were discussing what's the best way to build a team in the Pep era. You already know when you have uh, the greatest coach in the world, unlimited resources, it's hard to compete against that. Chelsea's strategy has been to try to build a team that will be able to compete in two, three years when Pep leaves. I think that is a good strategy, but maybe Cletus doesn't like the type of players they're going for. Cletus, do you have an issue with rebuilding for 2025 when you know Pep Guardiola is in the way? 
Come on, Dan. You're asking me questions and statements that I've been saying for the past two years. I've been praying for Pep to leave for two years now. But that's Maybe. the thing. That's my question, though. Look at he's dominated every league he's ever been in. And every mm. league, the team that is trying to build against him, they aren't successful. You could say Real Madrid was in 2012, and that was his last year over there. Real Madrid won the league. They scored 100 uh, points. They got the most goals. They were going crazy. You can look at Liverpool. Look at this is arguably the greatest Liverpool team ever, and they have one PL to show for it. And won Champions League. But look, they went to three Champions League finals. They lost two league titles by like one, two points. It's like, hey, man, wait, what can you do? So I, that's why I don't have a problem with Chelsea's strategy of building through the youth. Or do you think that's the bad approach? I don't necessarily have an issue with the rebuild. But I think um, the youth is something that you can't always depend on youth. And you can't always depend on, you know, old players. But I just feel like the quality of players that we have or maybe the way we've gone about scouting some of these players is where um, I feel like we kind of fell short because there's a number of players in a market where you could have been like, okay, you're not an old player, but you've played and you could definitely be a core asset in the team moving forward. Like earlier today when I was talking about um, somebody like Benjamin Pavard, you know, we all love Reese James, but at the end of the day, Reese James is injury prone. So imagine if we had a player like Pavard in a team who's able to play right back as well as able to play in a center back position, you know, for times like when Thiago's injured. But then here we are, we're playing Thiago, a 38 year old, as a starting center back every game, along with, you know, um, Brody, I keep forgetting his name, but number two that we just got from, um, from France, he looked like a like a Axel. Keep forgetting his Yassi or Desai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm just like, he's not he hasn't played enough football or done enough to be playing at this level just yet. Yeah, he may have talent, but I feel like he should be proven more before we're going and buy him being like, okay, you're part of our re our rebuild. Same thing with uh, Fafana. Fafana, it was another player that people like that one season, like, oh, he's great, he's great. But in reality, Fafana hasn't played that many high-level football in the Premier League. And then here we are, we get him. He, he's already had two major injuries. So I feel like we could have definitely done better with our scouting as well as trying to incorporate players with some, some experience and, you know, young players. Like the other day we put in like a 16, 17-year-old at the top as a striker. I'm sorry, bro. I, I I like to see kids, you know, flourish. You know, we're Chelsea Academy. We're known for having the best academy in the past. But at this level, you know, we need something solid. Yeah, I hear you. I think with uh, the case of Benjamin Pavard, if you sign him from Bayern Munich, he has to start automatically. And your starting right back is Reese James. So that means, yeah, is he going to be one of the center backs? So that's where I think the issue is. I understand why you guys went for guys like Diasi and Malo Gosto and uh, what's my man's name? Levi Colwell. He's from your academy. But 
understand why you're trying to get those type of guys to play because you hope, hey, use this to your advantage and let them develop. And then you combine that with players that you sign with more experience. And hey, y'all won a Champions League that way. Remember, with all your kids combined with the veterans, y'all just won the Champions League like that a couple years ago. So, hey, that's why I think the strategy is going to work if you guys stay the course. But with Arsenal's standpoint, you can look at them and say that you have Mikel Arteta trying to make Manchester City 2.0 without the resources, the experience, or the talent. And that's why Arsenal struggles. Last year, they are going to be known as the team that were number one for the most days and never won, never had anything to show for it. And one reason why they fell off was because of the lack of depth. So when we had Saliba getting hurt, we had Rob Holden coming in. Now we're trying to sell Rob Holden to anybody that wants him. And I don't know how that's going to work out. But you were basically, you bring in Jurian Timber, he's tore his ACL. You didn't sign any other defenders. So I don't think they got better in the back line. And then we talked about this before, Declan Rice. You pay over $100 million for him. The advanced analytics said he's the best ball winner in England. I haven't seen nothing yet. (laughs) Have y'all seen anything from Declan Rice to be like, oh, what a good player. I haven't seen nothing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we talked about it. Yeah, we did. I test and the numbers are not the yeah. same thing. Exactly. And, hey, I was the guy that said, hey, I'll give him a chance, whatever. Let's see if the clout will work because they're trying to say, oh, he's the next England manager or next England captain, the next face of England on all this and all that. Young leader, young captain. Hey. On a pitch, when you're playing at a team that dominates the ball, he don't look the same. So we'll see. He's still adjusting. But when you look at Arsenal, last year we were the youngest team in the league, and we're still young because you got rid of Shaka and replaced him with Havertz. You signed Declan Rice. He's like 23. You signed Timber. He's like 23. So I don't know if Arsenal's strategy is going to work, but that's another method that they're trying but i don't think it's gonna work out because we don't have enough talent shout out saka he won young player of the year at the pfa awards but that's not enough man we had four players that made the pl team of the year Saka, saliba odegaard and ramsdale but hey they signed david raya because they're not really sure of ramsdale and yeah so uh Ephraim, how would you describe United's plan to try to become number one again? Uh, I don't know. I think it's unfortunate sometimes when you when you're one of these big six teams uh, that the expectation is it's not going to take a couple years, even though you t- you can tell yourself it's going to take that. You know, like there's no there's no way United's ready to compete, and it's going to take about the same amount of time, two, three years for us to even look like we're competing with the city that we see right now. So yeah, it, it may be the best chance for most people to do is to say, Hey, Pep is gone. And now it's a, it's a fair for all at the top. Um, but then there's these other teams that are looking like they're trying to do some stuff that, you know, that big six teams are as well. I mean, look at, uh, 
you know, Tottenham's like, you know, they're not, they're not, we wouldn't write them up to saying they would be uh, the win the league, but they may challenge for the top four. You know, they, they could, it's a possibility. We need to be careful and watch out for them. Um, I was going to say Brighton, but they just got smoked. Uh, and, and so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not confident saying them yet. West Ham, they're making moves. Uh, so I, I would say there may be a team to watch out for, maybe not top four, but in that top six to seven range is still like like making making some noise there. So I'm just saying there's there's a lot to be said for trying to like take a couple years to do it the right way. Um and just see what works for you. But teams like United, they need to get rid of their front, their board, their their front office, their owners, they need to go. It's it's rotten from the from there. And uh it'll never change until those guys are gone, I think, for, for teams like United. So And Mr. Second Place, Marcus Psychmatter. Like, I'm not even gonna disrespect you. Yeah, yeah. I can't even I'm I'm kidding. I can't even disrespect y'all because y'all got over the hump in 2020. Even y'all was running away with the league even before COVID shut it down. And like I said, y'all won a Champions League. Y'all been to more Champions League finals than them. So now that you guys are in the middle of your rebuild, last year you guys uh, let Mane go this year. Hendo left. Uh, you know, Fabinho got a new midfield. How do you feel about your rebuild so far, Marcus? And do you think Saliba going right now is the best part of your for uh, to continue the rebuild or no? Um, I actually don't think Salah leaving is kind of part of the rebuild at this point. Because I think this season is kind of focused on um, probably winning the Europa League and getting top four. Um, I don't think, like, again, I just don't think that the other teams in the league right now are on the same level. Like, looking at the first couple of weeks, like, um, like how you kind of said with Tottenham, today they show they don't have the depth. Um United, they still got some that transition. They leaning on a 36-year-old. Like it's a lot of questions on every team. I mean, my team doesn't, I mean, has faults as well. We don't really have a six. The old head, he started his first game this week. He looked kind of shaky, but um on the tip of like saying like the rebuild, I think we go we're gonna do it the same way how he did it before. Um, um but I think it's sped, sped up because Klopp only got four more years left. And I think um, next year we'll probably go for it again because, what is that, we have a smaller squad. So I think all we're going to do is add next season in that sense. Um, and we got younger dudes because, what is that, McAllister's younger, uh, Dominic's younger. Like I said, the only person that will lead next year will be Mo. And then, like he said, that along with making top four would be a big boost. That would probably be like 200 mil right there. So that could be th two, three players. You know what I mean? The next Van Dyke or whatever, whatever. So I think that's the that's the key also. Um getting top four, getting those real European competitions so you get those bigger, bigger checks and um and doing it incrementally, like kind of like how you said, you're not gonna just beat you might not just gonna beat City kind of by yourself. You kinda gotta have the league to help you as well because the the time that we won, we had the league help us. Chelsea threw us assists, Burnley threw us assists. Um, 
shit, Spurs threw us two assists that year. Like they couldn't beat Spurs that year. So like, um, you gotta get luck has to be on your side as well. But yeah, you gotta do it the right way. Um, but it's it is funny to look at different people's way of doing the rebuild because I feel like Arteta mimic Pep and Klopp. I think Potch just um kind of took what he learned from from PSG and he using what he did at Spurs also. But we don't really see his full imprint. Um and I never watched um Ajax, so I can't really speak on Ten Hag, but if he if he's a favorites coach, that shit not gonna last. Um but it's just it's just cool to look at. So we'll see how it goes. I, I do think Newcastle will be in the running because Eddie Howe is like that young England coach that I think is like the next next up in that sense. Yeah, man, it's interesting because like you can see, um, for example, Tottenham, they're going through another massive rebuild. They sold their greatest player of all time, Harry Kane. They got Ange Postiglou, you know, from Australia. He's playing a more possession style game. He has a lot of great banter and personality. People asked him about his style. He just said, hey, man, I'm just copying paint, mate. Hey, man. But uh, shout out to Tottenham as well for being the legendary chokers they are. Fell out in the in the Carabao Cup today on penalties, you know, to Fulham. But yeah, man, when you're trying to create a team that can be the best in the world, it is difficult, especially when you have oil money <laughs> at number one. And then look at Newcastle. They're also on the way to try to rebuild their team to become a superpower. They're now a Champions League team. And they're trying to get to that level where look at them also. They have a young team. That's what it's about, really. Accumulating the most talent you can, young talent, and hope they develop so that they can become dominant as they reach their primes. But uh, Marcus, man, uh, why don't you let us know what's going on in the MLS, man? I heard a certain brother made his debut, but he's, he might also got in trouble. I don't know. on vacay man because i ain't fucking with that league cup i told y'all messi was gonna get that shit like i mean it wasn't like work but because we gonna pop off the mls minute with the goat versus ny red bulls the goat started this one off on the bench because tata said he fatigued he 30 plus years old he can't keep playing this many games back to back so hey man and miami got this thing started 30 uh 30 seconds I mean 37th minute they had a second chance little uh free kick Alba uh came in with a beautiful pass it didn't go in ricochet the young 20 year old Gomez got it off the ricochet looked composed with the first touch got the goal Messi said stood up and saluted him man one zip into Miami so then we gonna fast forward 
to second half, man, it was goat time. 60 minutes in, it was goat time. You know, top to load it up, messy. And um, it was kind of mid for most of the time. Everybody was, like, kind of watching him every time he got the ball. But then at the 87 minute, it kind of got hot. Hey, man, it kind of looked like the script got got put in full effect. Hey, they was like, Messi need that goal, bro. Game for the end. Um, he had a free hit. Got it like he was in the box. He got fouled. He got a free kick. He missed this one. Everybody was was confused. They they recycled the ball. Man, my boy Jody Alba do some crazy overhead kick. Okay, Messi touches the shit. We think he finna shoot. He like no 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 no. Let me spin around like Anthony, and they're going to make this crazy pass to the homie at the edge of the box. We think he's going to take the shot. No, 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 no. Messi get that goal, bro. Nice assist. It was a cutback to a cutback. That shit was crazy, man. That shit was some chef kiss-like shit. It was 2-0, and we ended it. Miami, well, kind of goat versus Red Bull. It was 2-zip, man. Messi might get these folks in the playoffs. They're 11 points off. Um, the other game I kind of watched was Cincinnati, a.k.a. last year's worst, one of the worst team in the East versus NYC. They watched NYC 3-zip. We ain't even really going to go into detail, but they got them up out the way. Then we had New England versus Montreal. New England is the squad that Bruce Arena's coach, and that boy was on leave. Yeah, yeah. We still doing investigations about them comments. I don't know what you said, bro, but it had to be something wild because you they got you up out of there. Um, yeah, so that game was kind of a bit dry. It was all Montreal. Montreal coming in with shots left and right. And also, Chelsea had done bought New England's uh, former goalkeeper. So they were looking geeks out there with the new goalkeeper, uh, Chelsea out here taking time from every league we see. Um, but, yeah, at the end, we get a goal for Montreal, one zip. New England took that took that L. And you already know what well, next game we got to catch up with. Now, not Atlanta yet. <laughs> we going to catch up with them D.C. boys. Wayne Rooney, that shit ain't been right since the All-Star game because uh, maybe it's 57 seconds in. Philly pop that shit off. They get one zip on their head top. Then DC give up an own goal. My boy thinking he um, what's my homie on um, on dang on Spurs that need to get sold the old ass man. Damn, I can't think of his name. But yeah, he tried to do some uh, tried to save the ball when it was uh in the goal. Not oh, on Forrester. Yeah, he was trying to yeah, do some Ben up. Forrester. Yeah, yeah, trying to do that type moves in his heyday. But, yeah, he geeked it. D.C. was down 2-0. Then that all-star goalkeeper trying to be Allison, trying to be Onana, and oh, no, motherfucker, you got your ass a yellow and you gave up the penalty. D.C. was already 3-zip before the second half started. Second half started, it was pretty dry. They pretty much parked the bus on D.C., and D.C. got one back. They did not make a comeback, and they took that L. Yeah, Wayne Rooney, you need to get your tactics together. They look ugly. Um, but, yeah, we're going to end this thing with ATL versus Columbus. We had them Unity jerseys on. Them shit's just trash. 
with the graffiti on there. We I will not be copying. I'm gonna let you know that. And we got fresh reinforcements, man. We got three players. We got two brothers and a South American, two two wingers and a midfielder. Um, the winger, Zande Silva, got our first goal. He popped that thing off. Yeah, this was an ATL thrashing. The aka the MVP, you know, he had to show his presence. Our model got his ninth goal, man. That's nine goals and ten assists. Yeah, he on a different level. England do not buy this boy yet. Um, then we had my boy in the second half, Mr. Hey, Greg Bohalter. What you doing, man? We you got center backs in, in the MLS is nice. Miles Robinson showing you can do it on both sides. Got that third goal, man. And like I'll tell you, we got that that last player, that other winger. The homie name is Saba. He gave me them Firmino vibe. He a little short in stature, but he got that Samba skill. Cause he gave a back heel for the goal. Some chef kiss shit, man. We up out of here, man. Four zip ATL versus Columbus, man. Next week we're gonna cover the uh the West. This week we, we if you count it, we covered the East. So, yeah, man, we out, man. MLS Minute, man. For sure. Now, as we continue on outside of England, let's talk about some other interesting things going on around the football world, like future MLS legend Christian Pulisic scored once again for Milan. Looking good in Italy, guys. Hey. hey he's an Italian legend right now, man. He might be a Milan legend before the season over with, man. He's hey, looking nice. nice. Hey, man, they had Brahim Diaz wearing number 10, so anything is possible, man. Hey. <laughs> I ain't going to lie, though. Even Loftus Sheik was looking pretty good in that midfield, man. He's He'd be moving the ball. I think he, I think Milan fits him very well because they were looking for someone to, to play that role. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's also nice to see Pulisic getting in goals, but also I think what works for them is having the fact that, like, all three of them have played together for so long. And Ruben and Giroud, you know, they have that chemistry already. You know, Giroud's already scoring as well. Like, I think one of his assists he got was from Pulisic. And well, Serena not that, isn't that good. Not that game. Um, Your boy Giroud is Mr. Penalty Kick Master. He leading the league on, with three goals, two goals from that game. Off oh, my God. Yeah, I'm ready for the start of that campaign. Is a, is a, is a Italy? Let me tell you something. I'm start. I'm ready to start the propaganda. Hey, the I might PL's be joining the top you. league. The t- the PL is the only top league right now, man. I might be joining you, Dan, because um, watching Syria, bro, too many penalties, too many handballs. And now Mark is chill, 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 bro. How many times <laughs> they go to the park and they come right back? Because if they would have, if if Juve would have got. Or if the other team would have got that penalty, we would have lost the bread early. <laughs> earlier than when we lost the bread. Hey, man. Syria is so huff. Lukaku is going to play for Mourinho again. Why is he doing that to himself? Nasty. Just to, hey, man. I, I mean, bro, I, that's what I'm saying. We got to find out what's going on in Italy, bro. Huff. is leaving Bayern. He could have went to PSG to go to Inter. He said that was his dream, man. He's a Madrid fan. He grew up an Inter boy, man. Salute to him. But hey, let's yeah, he also said he grew up a Bayern fan with a Bayern jersey. Him and Hernandez. Hey, man, don't don't worry about it. You can create anything now with Photoshop. All right, don't worry about that. 
They had they had Caicedo and the Bando with his mom with the Chelsea T. I thought that was fake, man. Nigga had the three jersey. I said, hey, man, didn't y'all just start wearing the three logo? Don't worry about that stuff, man. I saw Tony Hawk with Tupac. It was Cat, okay? So it is what it is. But uh, Bundesliga, speaking of that, Huff, uh, Harry Kane is balling out of control. He got his gear ready, you know, Oktoberfest loading. How you feeling, Clay? Yes, sir, Ski. The England oh, captain hey, is hey. playing in the Bundesliga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said it was gonna happen, but it happened. I know, I know, I know. Gary Neville's sick when he goes to sleep at night. It's hilarious. This man hated on Harry Kane for a decade. Now that's his best friend. Yes, sir, did you see the cover? Him, Fonzo, and Muller. Yeah, the future. The future, hey man, two of them thirties, thirty-five years old. Muller is not hey. Muller is everlasting. Okay, hey man. Another reason why the Bundesliga is huff. Old niggas can just ball out of over there. Hey man, but but he balls in the Champions League too. So hey, let's exactly. Does he? I mean, hey man, does he ball or is he just on the team that wins a lot? Because you know. You Balls, know how you do it. You uh, said X, that X Kobe Messi. was the X, best winger in the X world because the two goals. X Messi. Hey, exactly. It's a team effort. I mean, hey, hey you I, know, will, I will defend Clay Messi's on the been on the other goal. side of I the Ellis and on the international stage too. But hey, yeah, I I got Mules back as well. I, I think he's a phenomenal player. And has been. And I yes, think he is a phenomenal role player. But let's keep it honest, man. I, Hey, shout out to Ring Culture. They taught me this. Hey, man, we can't be acting like these number two, number three, number four, number five niggas are number ones. They're not. Because if oh, you hey. not, but that's that's why we have to break it down. Because when Thomas Muller became the best attacker for Germany, these niggas can't get out the group stage. What are you talking about? A lot of niggas only baller because they're on all-star teams. I'm tired of it. Stop gassing up niggas because they play on all-star teams. Let's be honest. We're gonna continue. We'll get back to it because we're gonna oh, continue. Because Marco Asensio is in Liga looking like a superstar. Okay, I turned on Liga. I turned on my TV today. Come on, no, no, camera. No, no, no. Oh, I'll I'll bring it back for you because I turned on my TV. We, we, no, 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 we, we, we need this segment Go on ahead. a separate timeline. Yeah, we will because I feel like that. Then, then, and when you be talking about the Suarez, Suarez, Suarez thing, we could just go Champions League and be like, all right. So if he's really top, put up his numbers in the Champions League. Yeah, he won the Champions League with Barcelona, right? That's all you care about. Oh, he won it. He won a trouble. His numbers in the Champions League. Yeah, he got one Champions League. Yeah, put up all his numbers, his game and his goals number. What's it looking like? Yeah, and why was why was it that way? Because he was the best player on the team for Liverpool. Who else was on that team? Talk about it. When he was on Ajax, who else was on this team? What does that mean, bro? Yeah, it means nah. something. No, it don't, does. don't say he didn't ball at Ajax. Huh? Don't say he didn't ball at Ajax. He did ball at don't Ajax, but you're asking, me, you're asking me why don't certain players perform in Champions League. It's because when you're playing against the best of the best and you're on a team when everyone knows you're the one that we have to bother and we can key and mark you out, and no one else on your team can make an influence, then that's what happens. Because you can say the same thing with Lewandowski. The reason why Kingsley Coleman got to score a goal is because he was not the priority in their attack. That's not what PSG was looking at, but that's the truth. We know that. We Everybody has played a sport or watched it. You already know what it is. So if Michael Jordan is the priority player on a team, for example, 
and Steve Kerr goes off for 25 points. That was the strategy. We don't want Michael Jordan to kill us. Let Steve Kerr kill us. And that's what happens a lot of times. The same thing you can say with PSG. What what is Neymar's all what is Neymar's in the Champions League outside of Barcelona? The COVID Champions League, that's it. So you can say that with a lot of players. Like let's look last year, Thomas Muller in the Champions League. Let's look at his stats. Because Thomas Muller, he is a special player, but that nigga's never been a number one or even a number two. He's a great playmaker. It's nothing wrong with that, but hey, we got to stop acting like these boys are really those boys. Because even at your no. team, like, bro, Newer has always been better than him. All right, so last year, your man, uh, he, had, he had in 10 games, he had four goals and three assists in the Champions League. The year before that, two goals and two assists. The year you guys won the Champions League, four goals and three assists. Yeah, it's decent. N nothing to write home about. It's not life changing pull numbers. Up the, pull, up, pull up the storage, uh, storage room. Huh? I want to see. I want to see Luis Suarez's numbers All in the right. Champions League. Luis Coleman, one goal. <laughs> yeah, that's what he loves. Come on, boy. He got me Let's a trouble. See. International cups, Luis Suarez. Let's look. Champions League when he won with about his, his Champions League numbers. Yeah, Champions League. His first year with Ajax in five games, he had one goal and three assists. So four and four. He had in five games four goal contributions. Then the next time he never played in the Champions League with Liverpool because they weren't good enough at that time. Then after that, the next time he was in the Champions League, he won the treble in 10 games, seven goals, and three assists. Once again. Basically a goal contribution every game. Then the next year, in nine games, 11 goal contributions. Then the next year, in nine games, six goal contributions. Then in 10 games, six goal contributions. Then in 10 games, five goal contributions. Then in seven games, seven goal contributions. So when didn't he show up? That's my point. People like to pick and choose one and two isolated moments instead of the consistency of a season. And we all know for a fact, Luis Suarez always had to do more for his team than Thomas Muller. Even Luis Suarez, when he played with peak Messi and Neymar, who was leading the team in goals? Who's the only nigga to score 40-plus goals in a La Liga, Liga season? It's Suarez, Messi, and Cristiano. That's the level he was. Muller's never had to do that. That's why y'all niggas needed Lewandowski. That's why y'all niggas needed Sane. That's why y'all niggas needed Komen. That's why y'all yeah. needed Musiala. How many black men do you need to protect this white boy? Goodness. I mean, but them the them, them black boys don't flow when he doesn't play, though. That's another thing, though. And yeah, that's, that's another reason why the Bundesliga is, huh? I mean, nah, they need a senior citizen to still guide them and attack? Bro, it's not, is it his fault that he's outshining young niggas? No, but what I'm trying to get at, at, the, at this, too, is that it's going to be very interesting to see how Tucci's about to play him or how Tucci's going to have to adapt if he's able to, you know, form a partnership with Kane. Because Muller, you know, like you're saying, he's a number two, but he's a very effective number, uh, what is it, Robin. So if that ends up being, like, the scenario, somebody's going to have to sit. But that's the thing. With yeah. Thomas Muller, with Harry Kane, you don't really need Thomas Muller as much because Thomas Muller and Harry Kane – 
move in the same spaces. So that's why it's like, yeah, it's kind of this is the perfect time to start phasing him out. But we'll see because, hey, now Harry Kane, you about to, hey, now you never, you had to chill a couple years at Tottenham. Now they need that work rate to go back up because, all right, if you have Harry Kane who likes to drop deep, pick up passes, isn't that what Muller does? Muller can't play on the flanks. You kind of don't need a number 10 when you have Harry Kane, but y'all niggas love that 4-2-3-1. So. I ain't going to lie. <clears throat> he probably could low-key. He could low-key play like a, a sign type of role from the midfield because of, like how you said, if Harry going to drop, shit, he can, he can make that run past Harry, but that's not going to work all game long because, like, it just, yeah, I, I agree. Like, you don't need Moola in that system with with Harry Kane, the way how he plays. I mean, he's an asset, yeah. But, I, yeah. And the way how Thomas already kind of put that shit out there last season, like, I don't know. Like, he not going to play? You, I think, Clay, you, you kind of going to get angry this season. Like, I think he might be at his lowest game games played. Hey, maybe we're going to see because time and time again, it's always said that he's going to be phased out since the end of his Bayern career. And something magically happens where the boy comes out with 20-something assists to end the, the season. But I think it's going to be very interesting because everything that Tucci was saying and complaining about prior to the season is like it's kind of backfiring. The whole I need a six, I need a six. Yeah, it's understandable. We, we would like to have a six. But then the way he was trying to make Goreska look like, you know, the guy can't play. The first two games, the guys will average a 7.8, and he's been one of the best players in the team. So, yeah, I could still say we could go for uh, for a number six, but he's going to really have to, like, be pleased with what he has in this team because this is a really strong and complete team. He's going to have to deliver. Like, I don't think there's room for him. Maybe there may be a room where people will be like, okay, okay, it's your first – full season but the expectation is going to be very high because we got you Harry Kane the guy that you were complaining that you wanted so bad you know we've made some other signings we've let players go you know so now like you have to deliver so that's going to be very interesting on Bayern's aspect I think winning the league is is a priority but it's more so like the Champions League and how we're competing and how we're playing you don't think he got to win the, the league and the Champions League with him already? I expect the league. I, expect the league. I was going to say, with him already losing that one trophy, didn't he? I expect the league. Yeah, he already lost the Super Cup. But I think because the way the team is built out and how strong the team is, niggas is not about to accept no round of 16 exit, group stage exit in the Champions League. Niggas is not accepting All right, we wasn't supposed to spend this long at Bayern because, hey, anywho, I was trying to go to PSG. I was trying to cook Kylian Mbappe, but your feelings got hurt with Thomas Muller. I get it. That's your big brother. Respect. But now we do. Yeah, I had a club on the screen. Moving forward, we're going to have we're gonna have isolated debates, man, about certain things because Claytis be having interesting opinions. And hey, I'm not always right. So I need someone to push back at me. So we can definitely have more formats changing as we advance through the show. But PSG, I like I was trying to say I turned on a PSG game. I'm looking at the lineup and I'm like, what what? What am I seeing in my screen? Marco Essential Striker? 
Kylian Mbappe, you're a sick young man. You let that boy play down the middle so you can play on the left. And guess what, guys? Nah. Nah, nah, nah. You saw, I'm sorry to cut you off, but you, you saw, you saw what he got loaded. He got homie, um, his French homie to come. Uh, How you say his name? The uh, Mane? Don't call him Mane. Hey, man, yeah. he's just going to sit down. I don't, I don't think he's, he is playing himself by going there because they already have Gonzalo Ramos as a striker. And now you want to pull up. Yeah, you, niggas just want to sit down. Okay, I get it. But they had a Sensio at false nine and he was balling out of control. He scored a banger goal. His movement with Mbappe and Dembele, they were interchangeable. The front three was great. Uh, Mbappe had a brace, but yeah, that just also let me know Mbappe, you're so shameful, bruh. You really don't want to be a striker? You really think it's that hard? Whatever, man, I guess. <laughs> Cletus, is it that hard to be a striker in today's game? Everybody wants more space to dribble and run on run hey, at defenders on the flanks. Man, I know you remember the, the rec days at NSU in front of the library. And one thing I love to do, what was it? Give me the ball and let me score goals. Yeah. Give me the ball. I want to score goals. I, I don't know. It's either in you or it's not in you, you know? So I, I really don't know what it is with him. I don't know what it is, but if he wants the goals, man, you're going to have to move up top. Yeah, maybe he scored two, but that's the thing. Messi and Cristiano has showed us you can be an all-time great goal scorer from wide now, even Salah. Now in this uh, inside forward era, that's what a lot of the young players want to do. They want to play out wide and come inside, dribble, be cool. Like even Vinicius, he was pissed at Ancelotti because he's playing in a front two and going into the Real Madrid match. That was a hard fought match. They won one nil. Shout out Jude Bellingham with the game winning header. And then, you know, he's trying to be the greatest citizen ever, trying to tell the fans to support Kepa. Clap for this man. He's one of y'all. Come on now. So, hey. <laughs> and then before we end it, we got to go to Saudi Arabia. Cristiano with the hat trick. He's having fun. He could have had a hat trick recently, but he let one of his teammates take a goal so he could have his first goal this season. He saw how people were saying how Messi, oh, look at how much of a leader Messi is. He, had, he let DeAndre Yedlin put on the captain armband and put up the cup. So Cristiano has to show that he's a nice guy too. And he let a guy take a penalty. So shout out to Cristiano and Messi still balling. Go ahead, Ephraim. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out, blah, blah, blah. Look, check oh. this out, though. Does that, does that know with, with Cristiano? And no, hold on. You know I'm a fan. So hold on. You know I'm a fan. I see Clayton's face already. Look, so look. But that ain't that telling about him as a leader. Like he hears the things, oh messy this. So I gotta show everybody I'm a leader too. I'm a hell of a nigga too. It's been they're like, both instead of just being a leader, he gotta he gotta prove it when he hears Twitter and and, and fucking Instagram, his uh, hundred million followers on Instagram, however many he got, you know. So <laughs> come on, man. Like, come on, man. Yeah. I, I get it. I fucks with Cristiano, trust me, you know I do. He's a legend, he'll always be a legend to United. At the same time, I, I think. Come on, you can't keep forcing this. Shit. Clay, just go ahead and up, Clay? yeah, Clay, this is on his attorney swag today. Go ahead and defend your client. Yeah. Um. Anyways, 
Y'all can keep going on with the messy, whatever, messy this. We're not checking for that MLS Cup, Carlin Cup, uh, Florida Cup, all of that stuff, bro. Why are you hating? We have an MLS segment every week, man. Why are you hating? Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, 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 hey. Thank you, Judge. My man's is out here banging hat tricks. He's back in form. He's looking fitter. You know, he's having fun. I'm 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 good, bro. All this little he's doing it, bro. Cristiano has given the penalties a million times. Are you in an interrogation room? Where are you? Don't worry about that. Hey, Cristiano's man, giving hey, up man. penalties a lot of time hey, that other man. people take the joint. By the way, the new Cristiano documentary is out. I'm trying to get fingers. Well, the new propaganda is out. Yeah, who's sanctioning this shit? That's what I want to know. The messy propaganda tour. Hey, hey. Marcus, we've watched these messy games in America. Please, please tell these people about the corruption that we're seeing on Apple TV Live. They were trying to get me to pay $39. Two weeks later, people didn't need to pay $39. They got their million. They got about a million, bro. They were good. Hey, Marcus, how long you think they took to shoot this Cristiano documentary, man? Before or after Messi won the World Cup? When they start? <laughs> they have to do it after the World Cup, bro. Hey, the it's documentary going to start? It's calm, bro. It's calm, bro. Tell your man's learn English. Clay, is, he, is the documentary going to start man's with him walking, him walking off the pitch after the World English. Cup? Cristiano is so <laughs> shameless. He had Fabrizio Romano announce his girl was on the cover of Vogue over there, man. What is this? Okay. Here we go, Georgina undercover of Vogue. Oh, the, the youngin probably got more follower, more clout, and more status than Messi. Look whoa, how Messi's young. Saw, you young saw the movement. You saw the movement, man. Messi, Messi, move, move units, man. What's, tell, up, tell what's me, the name of that Saudi cup over there? Hey, tell, tell, tell Messi the gold find a stylist, bro, and stop. Putting that in his wife. He doesn't hand. care about that. He's from Rosario, Argentina. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. Just like he doesn't care about the English in America. Learn English. No, no, no you don't. You don't. English no. doesn't have America no, hey, doesn't have hey, an official hey, language, man. Hey, hey, man. Uh, hey, man. You see this? You see this? Hey, hey, man. No, we don't. It's blurry. I don't actually. Yeah, hey, it's it blurry. It's, 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 learn, learn the English. I don't know if y'all speaking Farsi. Why you have your passport in the interrogation room with you, man? What are you doing? I'm just saying, man. You know, I don't. We're not really checking for the messy propaganda talk, man. I, I'm, I like that my man's is peaceful in this joint, doing his thing. Scoring his goal, being a family man, cooling it, bro. Play this. Soon it will be the Jordan brand and the CR7 brand. We're doing the marketing thing. We're not checking for this this guy, man. Let Hey, Clay, this all I know is you flexing your USA passport. You better have a USA bandana on your head for Copa America next year, all right? Like you, Tupac. <laughs> hey, that's all I'm saying, man. I'll be I'll be in Deutschland next year. No, 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 you can't be. You got to be in Cleveland for for the, for the for Copa America. Whoa. We got to be dressed like Dipset in USA gear. Hey, 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 I I know about the African community in Ohio, and I'm, on, I don't know go. that might be. This. <laughs> hey, this, we gotta go. Hey, man. All I know is, hey. I'm tired of playing all these games. I love Ghana, but I had enough, man. We ain't never winning shit over there, okay? USA, man. I believe that we will win, okay? I'm down. 
I heard Burhalter said he ain't talked to Giovanni Reina. I said, hey, man, sounds like some African shit. I beef with the inside. Speaking of African yeah, shit makes going on. Shout out to the corruption going on in Spain. These guys are foolish. The president, he's shameless. You need to step down. He did some nasty stuff at the ceremony. Your captain scored a game-winning goal. And you kiss her on the lips. She says she didn't want that. You say, yeah, you did. And now your mom is in a church? Talking oh, no, about no, no, on no, a no. hunger strike? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. His mom is on a hunger strike. My man's had the F.A. bully her and say everything she said is a lie, said that the, the kiss was consensual. He said that it was just a moment of emotional bliss and, and he didn't. He lost himself. Like, what, what's going on, man? They already don't sign paperwork to say they don't want to go back until he leaves. Yeah, Luis Rubiales, you're a nasty boy, okay? Get out of here. Ephraim, what's wrong with these guys, man? Why don't they know how to step down when it's too hot in the kitchen? I don't know. I think some of that kind of, I don't know. He he claims the passion of the moment. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think just your ego, your, your or, I don't know, your masculinity, whatever get, kind of gets ahead of you and you kind of think you can, I don't know, get the title of president, you know, so all that stuff, authority, uh, position of power, so all those kind of things, I think, kind of rolled up in one when it comes to the kind of abuse in that 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 uh, that leadership position. So, um, yeah, man, like he, he, he definitely should step down. I don't know what, why he's. It looked like he reneged on something. Looked like he was going to step down, and then he kind of came back and said, "Nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to stay where I am. Consensual with this, you know. Yeah. Look, you know, nah, man, we can't. That, that shit can't fly, bro." Yeah, it's weird. And shout out to Jen Jenny Hermoso. She's been very strong during all this because I'm sure this is very awkward for her. This is supposed to be the biggest moment of her career. Scored the game-winning goal of a World Cup. You find out your dad dies after the game and you got some random nigga kissing you in the mouth. And he didn't even want to give you money. He didn't even want to pay y'all before the World Cup like that. So I'm like, hey, man, <laughs> you're a sick boy, but... uh. And and real quick, I guess it was some some people saying that like the royal family was a little upset with him, like grabbing his shit, you know, what I'm saying like after the match, you know, after the win. So like that's some other stuff. Yeah, the coach was moving nasty too. They said the coach grabbed the woman's chest, you know, trying to grab a breast. Some nasty boys going over there, going on over there in the Spain FA, man. I see why Luis Enrique had to become a Twitch streamer. Hey, but you saw that they talking about that they trying so the government look is looking in, and then the FA pulled a card and said, "We'll just we'll just remove ourselves from UEFA from all competition." Yeah, nasty to hold up for this guy, but FIFA stepping in and suspended the boy. They got their corruption investigation going on, but hey, man, anything ran by FIFA, uh, good luck, you know. <laughs> But yeah, man, let's get to the end of the show. It's time. We have a new segment now added. Shout out to Anthony. He brought up the idea. He said the champagne move of the week. This was inspired by Phil Foden's half spin and fall down. You know, he didn't finish it. So it couldn't be champagne go of the week. So now, guys, do you guys have a move? Maybe a play someone made? 
a tactical decision a coach made that helped this team win. Anything that you would say was the flyest, yeah, the coolest thing you saw this weekend. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the drone that CeeLo dropped in the chat, the bro, uh, Ryan Hedges from Blackburn. Yeah, yeah, he was moving like he was somebody, you know, Neymar from 2014 with the little rainbow flick, juggle, juggle for a white man. You know, they don't do that. They don't got sauce like that. And then plus it's Blackburn, you know, they, they needed a highlight like that. It's been a while. I'm, I haven't heard that name Blackburn in a long time. So, yeah, shout out to them. For sure. They used to they used to do numbers in the PL in the 2000s. <laughs> but uh, my champagne move of the week, hey, I said it earlier. I have to give it to him even though the league is tough. Marco Asensio's a false nine. He was looking like Messi in 2012, guys. I didn't hey, man. And if y'all see the goal he scored, I'm like, hey, man. If you was doing that, you wouldn't. You would still be at Real Madrid. So shout out to Marco Asensio at PSG. I, I thought it was a silly transfer, but it actually might do numbers. Uh, Marcus, what was your champagne move of the week? Hey man, I'm going with the goat that that assist or that initial pass to the cutback. Oh yeah, yeah that, that was some. That was nasty. Wow. He. Special pass. You're not lying. How do you even see that angle? And it was like outside. Yeah, I, I can't comprehend that. Yeah, you, you're not lying. He's still the best player in the world, man. I don't care if he's in America. Because ain't nobody else. Mbappe can't do that pass. Holland can't do that pass. Hey, man. Ephraim, what was your champagne move of the week? Uh, I'm going to give credit where credit due. I'm going to give uh, Jurgen Klopp his uh, flowers for bringing on Nunez on the weekend. So uh, I thought that game was over, honestly. I know it was 1-0 at the time before he came in, but I thought the game was going to be over. I thought Liverpool's frustrations had got the best of them, uh, and, and Newcastle might score late. When I turned it back on, it was 2-1. Yeah, I was I was shocked. So I'm going to give it, give credit where it's due. Jurgen Klopp making that move, bringing on Nunez, and, and getting those two goals. So. Eddie Howe, coach and assistant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We got the last laugh, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Champagne goal of the week. I got two. If you don't mind, I'm going to go with Rodri's game winner. My man is Mr. Clutch now. And then I got to give it to Jude's game winner. That header was smooth. Uh, he had a defender on him, pulling him down. So he's still he still has the strength to head the ball to get the directional header on it. Nice flick on by Jocelyn, by the way. But yeah, hey, shout out to Jude Bellingham. I know why Vinicius is mad now because it's Jude's team. <laughs> Cletus, what's your champagne goal of the week? Um, I'm gonna do two. One for Jackson getting his goal, his first goal in, in the Premier League. I think that is really big for him. And then Kane getting his first goal. Um, I think the buildup just signified what Byron was lacking last season. Um, Coleman coming, dropping back a little bit more. And then Alfonso actually having room to run behind him and make that pass to someone who could actually score a goal. Like, you know, Kane instead of triple moting. God, Jesus Christ. Big bro. But yeah. It was a good counterattack, man. One, two, boom, pass from Davies. 
one flick over the goalie. So yeah, great, great segment right there. And by the way, guys, Alfonso Davies has three assists already in the Bundesliga. So playing with a real striker can unlock him even more. So maybe you won't need to depend on certain players to create everything. But uh, you know, Ephraim, what's your champagne goal of the week? Yeah, that that came joint well. It's nice. I was one because it's not easy. It looks easy, but it's not easy. Um, I was gonna give it down, but I'm gonna give it to uh, uh, Danny Almo. Uh, I think uh, Leipzig beat uh, one five to one. He made it. His goal made it two one. Uh, a nice little spin, kind of spin move in the in the box, and uh, uh, put it away for a two one lead. So, uh, end, like I said, they ended up winning five one. But yeah, that was my goal. I think he's been uh, he was somebody's goal of the week uh, last time he was on. Yeah, so. he was. He was mine. But uh, you know what he's been doing, Ephraim? After the match, mm. my man went to the Guardian nah. restaurant and he got turned, man. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I saw that. Yeah, ladies, you see, yeah, it? Yeah, he had his yeah. watch, yeah. he had his jalop, he had his stew, he had his hey, fufu. hey, and he eating like he, he eating like he did it before, like it ain't his first time. Yeah, yeah, he's not a rookie. Yeah, Cletus, why is why is the African community so turned in Germany, man? Break it down for us, because hey, I've only I've only been to Hamburg and it was dope. Hey, man, from the days of Hamburg to the days in Berlin, man, multiplying. We're bringing the sauce, and, and you know, now it's being accepted more and more. So it looks like they're loving the food. They, they, they're loving it. It's locked in. They need hey, it. Uh, France, too, right? Yeah. That's another country that got love for the uh, Africans. Hey, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, but they do, though. Wait, <laughs> they, you speak French. <laughs> I'm not for those people, man. Oh, they they colonized a little too much for you. They, they don't know. Okay, they don't nah, know. he loves Germany, man. Germany was they a good colonizer for him. Germany, at least they have some structure. In France, you know, you, you could be you could be pissed on the street, and there could be a church going on right next to you. You know, it could be a house burning, and it could be a hospital right next door. Now, that, Cletus, you're spitting. You're giving. You're you're talking too honest because. <laughs> One of my homies was a. Hey. Let's just say that he's a part of a country where they're in a civil war right now, and it's the Francophiles going against the Anglophiles, and he said those Francophiles suck it blood. That's all I'm gonna say. He's not down with those boys. Okay, I hope you guys win your war. Or I don't think I'm supposed to say that out loud. I'm sorry, y'all. World peace for everybody. Hold on, Marcus. You see your shape? They go the week. Hey man, you should already know what it is. Both of them off the backside and off solid pass. It Dara Nunes. Sean Newcastle, what you can do with 10. Learn how to end games. Nice, nice. Now in the club, all stars. Hey, I'm in the club with Noah Lyles, Nova Legend, the greatest athlete in Northern Virginia history, you know. He's won the world championships 200 meters three years in a row, like Usain Bolt. Just won the uh, four by one relay as the anchor. He was bronze at the 2020 Olympics. We coming for that. We coming for first place next year in Paris. So, hey, man, shout out to him for making the NBA world mad. And who else is in the club with me? Saka and all the boys that made the PL team of the year. By the way, let me let me read the team to y'all. Aaron Ramsdale in goal. The back four is Karrion Trippier, 
Saliba, Ruben Diaz, and John Stones at right at right back, I guess. Your midfield three is <laughs> De Bruyne, Rodri, and uh, Odegaard, and your front three is Harry Kane, Holland, and Saka. Do you guys have any problems with that, by the way, with the team of the year? Where we at? <laughs> Who are you looking for? Where the fuck is Mo? He got more goals than motherfuckers up there. Yeah, but you know, you know. And of England. Saka works hard, man. Yeah, we finished second place. English, that's what it is. That's what it is. In the second place, that's all that is. Yeah, it's just it's just team bias. People think that's it happens, but uh you have any problem with that uh starting eleven, uh Ephraim? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not really, no. I mean with that front three, it is is does that Maybe most Holland is on the wing? Is Holland on the wing now? Hey. Nah, I think maybe Harry Kane if they're gonna put somebody on the wing. But oh my uh, god, you want that senior citizen up there? Hey, no, man. not really. I don't. I don't. Or four four two or some shit. I don't know what they. Yeah, now nah, you're right. You're right. Take it four, four, two, like a, a diamond, a diamond midfield or something. Somebody at the number ten. Uh, and maybe Mo Salah. Honestly, like, like once again, I gotta give, I gotta be objective here and say, yeah, that might have been one of the bigger snubs. I mean, thirty goals, right? Thirty one, thirty goals mm-hmm. last season. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was that's kind of I like you know I love soccer. You know I do. You know how I feel about that dude. But man, I don't know. I hear you. I hear you. All right, Claytis, who are you in the club with, man? Um, Raheem, because I need you to bring the Jamaican teams like Chris Brown brought the Jamaican teams out. Okay. Raheem's yeah. a family man, please. Bring him out, bring him out. It sounded like sounded like a T.I. song. All right. Hey, he not going to bring the rest of his Travis Scott looking like boys? Yeah, I know. <laughs> They said him. He said, "Hey man, what about Hobie?" Said uh, Claytis. Not Claytis. He said Chelsea look like SoundCloud in 2013, man. All them little dread niggas, man. <laughs> Bro, I need to catch that goal so I can just play Fiend. Lord Chukwueze, Baby Jackson. Oh man. Hey man, shout out to the shout out to the hair salons in West London doing their thing because of these Chelsea guys. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but the kids about to be going in the dress saying I need I need the, the Chukawazi braids. Yeah, hey, man. Can't be his name, hey man. Hey, he, hey, he just scored one goal and disappeared for three months, man. Let him chill, man. <laughs> he from who you in the club with. Bring old Harry Kane in club with me. So yeah, uh what two goals I think in two matches. So no, he got two in one match, but yeah, uh Harry Kane. Hopefully, he can prove the the idiots over here when I over here over in England wrong and say, yeah, I got something for y'all over here in uh, Germany, and we'll see where they go in the Champions League. But yeah, I think that was a good signing for them. I know it's a little expensive, but I think he's gonna work out very well for him. I think it'll be the difference. Oh yeah, I would add to that too. You know, his wife just had a baby, so he's definitely in a club because he's gonna after a while he's gonna have to be inside. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Marcus, who you in the club with, man? 
Man, Jurgen, let's get this thing popping, man. We're gonna get the goat in there. We're gonna get Beckham in there. Um, that's about it, man. Oh, we're gonna get that. Oh, I'm gonna get that homie that played for Luton Town, that 29 year old dude that played with them all the way from when they was a non league. Yeah, bro, come, come enjoy yourself. Yeah, you man. I, I don't think he'll get in. Marcus, you can't even put his name on the VIP list. Yeah, niggas don't know his name. Hey, hey, I'm gonna find you, bro. Ah, might need it. Might need to borrow brother's ID like the college days. Oh, let me in. Swing it to the back. Swing it to the back. You gotta show me a video of the game so I can verify that's you. Yeah, or or the old school way. Throw throw the ID out the window. Hope it don't get lost in the bushes. Oh. Hey man, shout out to the sweets. You already know how we did it at 700 uh, Park Avenue, man. Yeah. <laughs> These kids don't even know about that lifestyle. Yeah, man. they don't know, man. They champagne soccer. This has been a fun episode. We'll be back next week. Once the transfer window is done, we'll actually be able to give a fully formed preview of what we think the top six is going to look like. All types of fun things. So be on the lookout for that. But hey, what we got to do before we get out of here, Marcus? Hey, man, until next time, keep them pinkies up. <laughs>